Welcome to another week of It's Just My Thoughts, and I'm your host, Mika Reeves. And what is good, y'all? I feel like I haven't talked to y'all in forever. I'm trying to think of some life updates here to give you. So last week, I took the week off um, because it was such a long week. Um, The child is in college now, and so um, last weekend, we spent the time to um, drop him off, make sure he was straight. And so I was super tired uh, going into the week. It's been so real that he is in school. I'm super proud of him in general. I can't wait to have him on the show after he finishes his first year so we can talk about his experience. But um, I'm super proud of him, though. But it has been weird not being responsible for somebody in that way. You know, we still do parental things, but not in the way of like, you know, what he's going to eat for dinner or, you know, passing by his empty room and things like that. So it's really been weird, you know, um, getting used to that. So check on your friends, man, who kids go to college, you know, we are not okay. Um, I think about him all the time. And so, uh, yeah, that's all I really have had going on. Um, for the most part this weekend, we celebrated Jamonte friend of the show, my brother-in-law birthday. So I do want to wish him a happy birthday if he hears this and um yeah just been chilling you know getting readjusted to new life and you know i want to say one thing too um this month my my niece uh, my baby niece uh aj she turned um one month and it's just been such a blessing to our family you know to have uh you know a new baby in the family and you know it's such a blessing to be an aunt it's something that i really take pride in if you are in a role of aunt and uncle you know you are so important you know, kids need villages. And so I'm just happy to be able to be a part of my niece's village and, um, you know, be a part of her life. And so that's really all I've been doing, just trying to really, uh, you know, spend time with my family and, you know, spread love in a sense. So let's see, before we get into the mantra, I also want to just advise you, um, to make sure you guys are following the show, make sure you rate the show on, you know, Apple podcasts or wherever you listen, um, definitely do that. Follow the show on, uh, Instagram and Twitter. Cause that way you can get updates or even know if you want to talk to me directly, you can usually find me in those spaces. So it's at, it's just my thoughts underscore podcast on IG. And then on Twitter is IGMT podcast on Twitter. So, uh, definitely hit me up and find me there. So let's just go into the mantra for today. So today's mantra, and I got this from I am mantra on Twitter. Today's mantra is the path forward is clear. I have everything I need and I am grateful. I like this one because I think it's important to sometimes, you know, check your privilege and remind yourself of things that you're grateful for. That's something that I actually do often. And I, and I do that a lot with the child too, because sometimes, you know, especially when you're young, you can forget the things that, you know, you have and the blessings that you have in front of you. So I think it's important to just, you know, have a level of gratefulness always and humility. Um, That's something that I preach. I try to live that way. And so um, I really like this mantra. Don't forget to check out that Twitter page. I am mantra. Um, I love them. I go, I go check those uh, every single morning. She comes out with them every single morning. So I go check them every morning. I love them, love them, love them. All right. So today for the deep dive, I just have one little discussion. So let's just jump into that. All right, so today for the deep dive, I wanted to talk about Nick Cannon for a moment. So 
I think this has been a, just a subject of conversation for a while now because we've been seeing that Nick Cannon has been having, um, you know, a lot of kids in a, in a small little short span of time with multiple women, right? Um, and so it's just been the question of, like, what's really going on there, right? Um, obviously, I don't judge what people do, you know, uh, but he did go on Breakfast Club, and I have a little soundbite I'm going to play. Um, I try not to make it too long because, I mean, he really rambled a lot. But um, let's just hear what he has to say. Then we're going to talk about it now. Number of kids, though, I guess people question the different baby mothers. That's what well, it why is. Why do people question that? I mean, because it, like, it's, that's a Eurocentric concept when you think about the, the ideas of, like, it's, you're supposed to have this one person for the rest of your life. And really, that's just to classify property when you think about it. I mean, like, when you go into that mindset, if we really talk in that talk, like just the idea that a man should have one woman we shouldn't have anything i have no ownership over this person like if we're really talking about how we coexist and how we populate it's about what exchange can we create together so i've never really subscribed to that mentality mm -hmm. you know i mean i understand the institution of marriage and stuff but if we go back to what that was about that was the classified property that was because one a father gave another man his daughter for land Okay, so then he then goes on to say that, like, basically, he feels that the women have a choice, you know, obviously, them having a kid is a choice. And he feels that, um, you know, they're given the woman is given the man the greatest blessing in the world, because they're giving them a part of them. And they're giving them a, and obviously, they're giving the man a child. Okay, so here's the thing. Everybody's been talking about this interview a little bit. And I actually don't disagree with him when it comes to his viewpoints on um, marriage, right? And and I say from the standpoint of, which I think I've said on here quite a few times, like, I think that when you go into a relationship with your person, right, you have a right to sit down and have a discussion on what do you want this relationship to be? Like, how do you want this to be? Like me personally, I am in a monogamous relationship, but we sat and had a conversation about what we want out of a relationship, what are, what are, what are deal breakers here? You know, where's our limits, you know, and things like that. And so the agreement is that we will only be with each other. And, you know, I think it's important to do that at the beginning, because if that's something that you feel like you can't do, I think people should leave more in honesty and say, look, you know, I'm not really a one person person and I, this doesn't work for me. I think you have the right to decide when someone gives you a choice. I think it's okay to, to decide whether or not that's what you want to do. And then, you know, be mature enough to walk away um, if if you want, you know, whatever. What I can respect with him is that, you know, if he is actually telling these women like, hey, you know, I don't, I'm not going to just be with just you. You know, this is the choice that you're making to be with me. But, you know, I don't believe in monogamy. I don't, you know, believe in marriage. And I want to have multiple partners. So I think when you when you do that and you give somebody the option, the choice to, you know, um, decide whether or not that's what they want to do, then I, I don't personally see anything wrong with it. If you're giving somebody the choice. Right now, some of these women said that they didn't know that he was like, you know, um, I think it was I think it was Jessica White. I want to say her name's Jessica White, but don't quote me on that. I should look it up. Um, she was like the, she she was like head over heels in love with him. And she was like, she didn't even know you know, that this is his thought process and this is what he had going on. Because what I do think though, I will say, I think it's irresponsible, me personally, um, to spray yourself thin with all these children, 
right? So I think he's up to seven now. And I'm not even saying necessarily the amount. He also spoke in an interview saying that he wants 10, 12 kids or whatever. He loved his kids. Okay. And I believe that he probably do. And everybody keeps saying when I, when I hear other people have these discussions, they say, oh, well, you know, he can afford them. He can afford them. But what does that have to do with the child? Like, okay, great. You can afford them. But I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty positive that a child wants their father and not just the material of from the father, Right. So, you know, when, when the child was, was younger, you know, even in high school, you know, even times I see him now, like, you know, I wanted to do things that was going to be memories that we had to look back on. Right. Because time is free. Everybody always be like, oh, you know what you can give. Yeah. I mean, do you think that your kids sit and think about the fact that you paid a mortgage you pay for the fucking Wi-Fi. You pay to keep the lights on. You buy these high-ass groceries. No, they're not thinking about their shit because they're kids. But they are going to remember, you know, we we went here every Saturday. You know, every Friday night we sat and watched movies together. You know, things like that. And so if you have um, a bunch of kids from different women, so you're not even in the same household with these kids, do you really think that you're giving your kids the quality of life with the father that they want? And that's my opinion. Like, that's why I don't, I don't really understand everything he's doing because I mean, you're kind of spreading yourself really thin and it's really not fair to the fucking kids. You know what I'm saying? Cause I'm sure they just want their father and you know, and I don't, I don't know him as a father and like, I'm sure he's a great father, but I'm just saying, that's what I think. I think it becomes irresponsible when you spray yourself that thin, because I, I literally, you know, I hope to, you know, have more kids, but I couldn't imagine, um, having a whole bunch, right. Because I know that was, I would spread myself thin, right. Um, because this is a big responsibility when you have kids and I think your kids deserve to have all of you. And I don't think that his kids get all of him. They can't because you're spread so thin and you have all these different dynamics from all these different women that you have to figure out how to parent together. I mean, that shit would just be a lot to me. I don't know. But tell me what you think. This can be our conversation this week. Share your thoughts with me on what on what you think um, in regards to this. This is the only deep dive discussion that I was going to have today. So this week for the thought of the week, um, I did want to sit and talk briefly about radical self-care. What is that? How is that different from regular self-care? So let's just get into it. All right. So today we are discussing radical self-care and why is it important? So a lot of times when I talk on here about self-care, I feel like I'm talking from a place of radical self-care because I do think that when you start your healing process, you start your journey and you start just like self-discovery, it's going to take radical self-care. It's going to take for you to, you know, block out other people, right? So what is radical self-care? So when I, when you look it up, the definition of that is, is the assertion that you have the responsibility to take care of yourself first before attempting to take care of others. It's necessary to fill your cup first, then to give to others from the overflow. This is what gives you the capacity to heal and to move forward into the next chapter of life. I like that definition because that's basically what I speak about all the time, right? It's like, when you think about radical self-care, it's like, if you're giving, giving, giving to other people, 
and you leave yourself nothing, then you're doing yourself a disservice. And so a lot of times when I always speak, I mean, you know, I think I believe, you know, your most important uh, person is yourself. Because if you're not well, you can't give to your partner, you can't give to your children. If you have kids, you can't give to your family, you can't give to anybody. I know it's plenty of times where I didn't practice self-care. Um, majority of my 20s, I really didn't practice self-care. I really didn't know the importance of it. And so a lot of times I would feel guilty for, how can I explain this? Like basically, instead of putting up boundaries and like telling people like, hey, you know, this is all I have, right? Um, and, and I can't give you any more. I would still inconvenience myself to continue to give to a person because a lot of times people don't want to be inconvenienced. Like, it's like you can have self-care, but not when it's going to, you know, inconvenience somebody else. And what I mean by that is like, you know, I can say, say, hey, you know, I need this time for myself, whatever. But if somebody call you and like, hey, can you do X, Y, and Z for me? Even though you're saying like that really doesn't serve me. A lot of times people don't give a shit, you know, so they still want you to, you know, jeopardize your self-care, jeopardize you, you know, for them. Until you put up those um, boundaries. I always tell people, I'm like, if you don't actually tell people no, right? That just, just a small concept of just saying no. People will take and take and take and take and take and they will just keep fucking taking until your ass is over there stressed the fuck out and a bag lady because you're carrying everybody else's shit. And they're not thinking about like, yo, is, is Mika okay? You know? And, and it's not even that people in your life itself. It's just that people that's how people are like I unless you have people that actually understand you know they understand like self-care and they understand like not dumping their shit off on you but a lot of times especially if you're a safe place like I'm one of those people in my family where I usually well I used to I don't really do it as much now because I really do practice you know radical self-care a lot like I know the importance of it now but when I was younger you know I would take on everybody's problems and I would try to fix everybody's problems instead of worrying about myself. And I would jeopardize a lot of things in my life. I think I've spoke about it a few times on this show um, a few episodes ago. I'm not sure. Um, but I basically talked about how, you know, it would be times that financially, you know, I will be taking care of so many pe- other people that like when it, when it comes time for me to do something for myself or me to take care of something for myself, you know, I'm like, where the hell did my money go? Because I'm giving it to you know, this person, that person, you know, letting somebody borrow this, let somebody have this. And so you spread yourself thin level of stress. And I was stressed out. I was 27 and they, and I was having like really bad migraines, like really horrible migraines, go to the doctor after work. And they literally was like, yeah, we're going to put you on high blood pressure medicine. And that was like my first start of my wake up call of like the route that I'm on is probably not the most healthiest shit in the world. It's not the safest you know, thing in the world. And I need to make changes. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm 27 years old and they told me that I was going to be on medicine for the rest of my life and I didn't want to be. And so that instantly made me start changing around my life, you know, being a little more healthier, but also taking care of, you know, starting the journey of taking care of my mental health and not being so stressed the fuck out and worried and, you know, all that stuff. And so it, it all, you know, kind of like built on top of each other. 
And so that's why I think I talk so much about self-care. I think I've had like, I think four or five episodes now where I've talked about self-care because it's so important. And for whatever reason, we neglect ourselves. And I don't really know why. I think for me, I used to feel like that I, that I didn't want to be selfish and I didn't want to not be there, you know, for my family or my friends. And like, I, I wanted to be this person and I'm like, but you can still be that but you got to make sure that you take care of yourself first, right? You have to. Um, so I wanted to say, I looked this up in on psychology today. Like what's the difference between radical self-care and self-care? So according to psychology today, giving ourselves space to sort through confusing emotions and to clear our heads are examples of radical self-care. Radically refusing to let others tell you what you do or do not feel is self-care. Giving your spell, giving yourself space to laugh, to cry, to hope, to dream, to ponder the mysteries of the universe is self-care. So I thought that was a good uh, definition of what the differences are. Um, self-care can be where, you know, you might sit down and journal for 15 minutes. You might sit and give yourself a bath. You might sit and do things in these pockets of self-care. And then when you think about radical self-care, it's really you basically giving yourself permission and really sticking to, um, blocking out anything, you know, self like radical self-care could be today. I completely turn my fucking phone off to, to whoever, right? So you just can't fucking reach my ass, but it's allowing me to go through, um, either where it's my solitude it's allowing me to go through my emotions and my feelings in my head. And I really, I really personally enjoy that. Like for me, um, I was laughing with somebody cause I said that I know that I probably can be very difficult to date because this is a concept that's so important to me. Um, and me just having my space and my time and I do find room and I make space, you know, obviously for my family, But I don't, a lot of times people want to be up under each other in relationships all the time. And that actually doesn't work for me. And so, you know, I think sometimes it can make people uncomfortable when you enjoy solitude. And I actually had to talk that out, you know, in my relationship where it's like, I'm not saying that I don't want to spend time with you, but sometimes I need my own time, even if it's for an hour, like I need time for myself whether I'm reading a book or, you know, or maybe we're in the same space, but we're just not talking to each other. And, um, you know, just explaining that like, Hey, you know, this, this has nothing to do with, um, you, you know, it has nothing to do with how I feel about you, but this is for me and, uh, and it works. Um, but I had to get the courage to actually say that, you know, um, because you don't want to hurt people's feelings. And, and that's what I mean. It's like, I think sometimes what stops people from radical self-care is because you think about other people, you put other people before you and what maybe serves you. And so for me, like my solitude is probably, uh, most important, you know, uh, as far as like, just as far as my self-care. And so a lot of times I might, when I get off work, spend the whole night in complete quiet, you know, with a book and just be completely content in the same space and just, just sitting there. Um, and then, you know, I might reflect for a little while. I might journal for a little while and I really enjoy it. 
I really do. And so I think like, you know, with this one, this wasn't a very long episode, but I just wanted to pop in and just really want you to think about, and I implore you to like, really think about what speaks to you, you know, what, what is things that you feel like you need to do for yourself? And what is that? And what does that look like? And also like what fills up your love tank? Like what fills up your love tank for you from you? I mean, like, what can you do to serve yourself? And tell me what that looks like. I think this is a a really hard concept sometimes, especially when you have a family and kids, because, you know, they want so much of your time. They want so much of you. But even with those dynamics, you still have to find things that um, are important to you and, and make it a priority. Even if it's only for 30 minutes to an hour, make it a priority. So, you know, you can share with me what you think about radical self-care. What do you think about yourself and what is some self-care stuff that you do for just you to only serve you? And what does that look like? Um, that's really all I have this week for, uh, the episode next week. I think I might have a guest come on. Um, and that's, uh, I actually been cooking up a few things. I know I'm going to do a third chamber podcast mashup. And so the guys are going to come on and do an episode with me pretty soon. We're just getting our schedules together. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, so let's see, don't forget to follow the show. I'm going to go over the stuff again, but you can find me on Instagram at it's just my thoughts underscore podcast. You can find me on Twitter, IGMT podcast, and you can also hit me up if you ever want to be part of the show or just talk with me. My email is IGMT podcast at gmail.com. Like always, I thank you so much for listening. It's Mika here and I appreciate you.